Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, May 23rd, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tiamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I am back from a few days over on the east coast of Florida. I don't normally go to the beach on the Atlantic side. I far prefer the Gulf side, but oh. through through some family connections, I got to stay at a, uh, a beach a condo. Share. A timeshare <laughs> beach yeah. condo, thanks to my... Uh, uh, aunt and her husband who have a timeshare in Delray Beach. They could only stay for half the week, so I got to spend uh, a couple days out there, but I am back home and ready to hit the ground running with a ton of theater news. Fortunately, James, Peter, and Michael had a wonderful episode of This Week on Broadway for me to listen to over the weekend. They talked about Mr. Saturday Night, Funny Girl, starring Julie Benko, uh, yeah, which is fun. St- st- still in and out, Miss Beanie. Yeah, I... F- feel like, and we talked about this in the text thread, uh, there were some dates that Beanie had that she was going to be off. She had so, locked out, yeah. Yeah, so like I feel like it, there was one in late May, so this might have been it. I don't remember the it exact was opening dates. weekend was her, or, or like right the weekend right oh, okay. after opening was the first time she was out, I think. Um, yeah, and, don't know what it is. I'm hoping it's TV money. Or movie money, yeah. I mean, she's or such a, money, an yeah. in-demand uh, screen star, but it's, it is kind of weird to be doing merrily. it. No, it's not merrily. They have plenty of time to work that <laughs> yeah. out. But um, it is kind of weird that those dates were planned well before show's opening and it's in the middle of Tony season so obviously they were willing to work around her schedule and accommodate Tony voters Um, it obviously did not end up getting as many nominations as they probably had hoped but Mm -hmm. still interesting that they had had those things planned but anyway listen to this week on Broadway in your podcast feeds and you can get all of our episodes at patreon.com slash broadwayradio broadwayradio.com slash patreon alright let's get into the news Ashley and it starts with something that we knew was coming but we didn't exactly know the details In the announcement coming up of an exclusive fan pre-sale for the Broadway premiere of the, at this point, multi-award winning musical Kimberly Akimbo, they announced that they would be opening up at the Booth Theater on Broadway. The exclusive pre-sale begins on May 31st. Uh, Of course, currently playing there is for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough at as of now, that show is currently scheduled to close on June 5th. The mm-hmm. off-Broadway transfer of Kimberly Akimbo is set to begin previews on October 12th with an official opening of November 10th. Of course, the entire off-Broadway cast, including Victoria Clark, Bonnie Milligan, and Justin Cooley, and more, have been set to make the transfer. Thank this is, goodness. Yeah, this is a show that um, I feel like is the early like in the first half of the season yep um, awards leader we'll see yeah. when and if um um oh what's the the eden espinoza show it just the name just went out of my head Limpica. that's it Limpica. Yeah, I think Limpica, if Limpica comes in in the spring, that'll be the awards leader in that half. So it'll be interesting to see these sure. two very different shows battle if that does end up being the case. <laughs> and considering Kimberly Akimbo has won like every off-Broadway thing it's been nominated for so far, definitely the leader. Yeah, absolutely. So we will see what happens. But this is a show that a lot of people are very excited to see. Mm-hmm. You, I think, liked it more than I did, but I, I enjoyed it. it. I loved it. I cried a lot. I cried a lot. Of that Pixar ass ending. I think Vicky Clark was amazing. I think Bonnie Milligan was amazing. And I think, uh, you know, if, if the Tony, uh, you know, as far as, like you said, the first half, this is definitely the darling of it all. Uh, I feel like Vicky Clark would 
easily be the Tony winner for this show. I just think she did an incredible job. I think she is wonderful in anything that she's in anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just delighted by Bonnie Milligan on that stage in her role. I think she's also uh, definitely a front runner as of now, if we were to have the Tonys, at least yeah. right after the show opened up. But we'll have to see. I'm absolutely rooting for them. I think they are pretty much locks as far as nominations go. So uh, Tony's a year from now. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. expect to see him there. Yeah, it'll be a really interesting uh, race between Victoria Clark and Eden Espinoza. Um, oh, I yeah. think those two will definitely be the leads in the lead actress in a musical category. So we will see what happens. But that while that show is set to open up this fall, we think that another musical is set to bow on Broadway coming up this fall. And I know you and Grace have talked about this at different times over the past few weeks in this month, but we are getting more and more t- teases that the upcoming musical adaptation of the 2000 film Almost Famous will be coming to the Broadway this fall, mainly because the Twitter account for the show says, it's all happening, ellipsis, Broadway 2022. In an an interview with People Magazine, the show's, I guess he's... I guess he's probably the music arranger and songwriter. He's probably does a lot of, uh, wears a lot of hats on this show. But Tom Kitt said, I can only be part of that tease. That's what I know at this moment. He's a liar. Um, he knows far <laughs> yeah, more, uh, far more than that. Um, so we will see. I know this is a show that Grace has been very excited about. I was going to say, I'm excited about it. No one is more excited about it than Grace is, at least of the three of us, for sure. But this, yeah. you know, I, I I am always mixed when it comes to uh, movie properties being adapted for the stage. I think this is one that actually has a lot of power behind it to be a great one. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. It's a, mi- a mi- original music and lyrics by Tom Kitt. That- uh, you hate Tom Kitt. I don't that's, hate Tom Kitt. It's just, it's, <laughs> every song he writes sounds the exact same. So uh, wow. that's, that, that's my mm, thing. So, mm, mm. so we will see. Of course, Tom Biased. is, <laughs> of course, Tom <laughs> is, uh, has been a part of this Broadway season with Flying Over Sunset. And that was part of what he was talking to People sure. Magazine about. So mm. there is that. Less exciting of a conversation. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It depends on if you were on LSD or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, not in the last decade. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> all right. Moving on to something else Broadway related that I think we can both be um, maybe not excited, but at least appreciative about. Because on Friday, the Broadway League made the announcement that through June 30th, all Broadway theater goers will be required to wear masks in theaters, much to Patti LuPone's, uh expressed preference. Mm-hmm. The extension... Um, uh, could go even further depending on when um, the Broadway League at their next meeting decides if they want to continue to push it through July as well. These are not uh, cut off dates. These are dates to where at the latest or at the earliest when the mask mandate could be lifted. Currently, the decision comes as New York City health officials have announced that the COVID alert level has been escalated to high despite what Mayor uh, Eric Man- uh, Eric Adams said earlier Who in the cares week. He what said, his name is. We are not at the point of mandating masks. Maybe you should be, and maybe you shouldn't have worried more about the vibe of the city rather than the health of the citizens. You gotta have the swagger, please. 
Yeah. So um, I, as we're going to talk about here in just a second, I'm coming back to New York in July. Shrug yeah. emoji. I'm Welcome. surprised about that as much as anybody else is, but um, <laughs> um, that is something that we're going to still have to, to worry about. Obviously, they are no longer requiring vaccinations uh, to get Which into a Broadway house. Still just infuriating. I had to describe like this chain of events to my massage therapist the oh, other okay. day uh, because she's incredibly far removed from it. But the look on her face when I told her, well, masks are technically required, uh, vaccines are not, however, but at only some of the theaters, they're not allowed to, or, you know, they're not required to have them. And just like anyone that works in the medical profession, uh, trying to tell them that it's, it's a lost cause because it doesn't make any sense. I, I'm glad None. that we are extending the mask mandate, obviously. It should go without saying, uh, especially since we're in high alert. And I mean, I, I assume that I got sick a couple weeks ago when I was at Strange Loop, obviously masked up, double masked up. My uh, person that I was with, with was masked and they didn't end up getting it. Everyone that I know that has gotten sick recently has got it while they've been masked. And to even have the conversation as far as, well, we may or may not continue a mask mandate, you know, both in Broadway or in the city as a whole is just absolutely ridiculous to me. It shouldn't even be a conversation at this point. Agreed. All right, let's take a moment real quick to talk about our sponsor for this week, Today Ticks. As I mentioned, despite the fact that I absolutely hate visiting the city during the summer because it is so hot <laughs> and you have I to be outside. I just thought that was going to be a full stop. Just hate visiting the city. No, I, clearly. Um, yeah. I, was only, I was only planning on returning uh, in the fall for the fall season in November when all of the new shows started, but for reasons that you may know or may not know uh, for things that may or may not have been announced. Um, and of course, Grace uh, Grace's show to free a mockingbird um, is part of the she NYC festival. I'm coming mm -hmm. back up in late July and early August. So you know what that means. It's time for me to hit up today. Ticks. I have got Obviously. to see so many incredible shows that quite frankly, that I might not have even thought to look uh, for tickets for because of today ticks and how easy and quick they make purchasing tickets. They have amazing prices for some of the best theater that I've ever seen, and you can get it all in their one-stop shop, whether that's on the app or on the website, to get the best tickets to Broadway and beyond. All you have to do is download the app or visit Today Ticks, find the show that you want to see, and you can check out in 30 seconds or less with ease. There's nothing like summer in the city, is what I have heard from Hamilton. <laughs> that's what they told me. Yeah, that's what they told it. It sucks. What doesn't suck, though, is today ticks. You have flexibility for booking your tickets months in advance, even day of, if you're feeling spontaneous. And all of that includes exclusive offers like pre-sales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs to sold-out shows, and day of discounted tickets. It doesn't matter where you live, though. It's not just for Broadway. It's not just for the West End. You can find tickets in cities across the country, around the world, and that includes Chicago, L.A., D.C., San Francisco, Sydney and more. I'm, I was actually on on Sunday because I'm trying to go to see Take Me Out before it okay. closes since that was not a press option for me, but it is something I obviously very much want to see. The person I'm going with very much wants to see it. And of course, that was on Today Ticks. Very necessary. Awesome. 
Very good. So you can see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less. Go to todaytix.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todaytix.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. todaytix.com slash Broadway. All right, Ashley, let's get back into the news talking about the big awards announcement that happened on Friday, and that comes uh, from the Drama League. And uh, we'll run through some of the interesting categories, um, like the more traditional (laughs) categories, and then get into the big, and I mean big literally category for the uh, Drama League Awards, just to kind of catch you up on things. Um, But in the outstanding production of a play, there were 10 nominees, the Lehman Trilogy won. Um, What I think is interesting about that is that it clearly says outstanding production of a play. This is not a category that is specifically about the script. This is, they are saying it there in the title about the entire package, which... Makes yeah. sense. Um, and I think the Lehman trilogy, as we've talked about before, um, certainly uh, deserves that award. The fitting Outst- of that. Yeah. Yeah. Outstanding revival of a play, the aforementioned Take Me Out. Outstanding production of a musical, A Strange Loop. Outstanding revival of a musical, Company. Uh, outstanding director Woo! of a play, <laughs> Kate Wariski for Clyde's, which I love. Outstanding yeah. director of a musical, Marion Elliott for Company. Um, and then we had um, five or four distinct. Distinguished individual honors, distinguished achievement in musical theater, Hugh Jackman, Founders Award for Excellence in Directing to Liliana Blaine Cruz, Contribution to the Theater, Billy Crystal, and the Gratitude Award, Willette Murphy Klossner. And the category that I mentioned is the big category is the Distinguished Performance Award. Mm -hmm. This is a category that annually has 50 nominees across Broadway, off-Broadway, even off-off-Broadway. There is no distinction between lead and supporting, featured supporting, any of those things. There are no gender distinctions in here. It is just 50 performers from the past season. You can only season, win it once. And you can only win it once in your lifetime. Um, and it is very, especially in the last few years, it has been very clear that these have been given as lifetime achievement awards. Um, totally. No offense to Danny Burstein, who won last year, but to give Danny Burstein the award for Moulin Rouge and not any of the, the other. Tonies. Yeah. yeah well, no, for this as well. He won the... Oh, did the, he win this last uh, yeah, year? I didn't remember that. Yeah, so um, obviously he is always worthy of awards recognition. Damn But right. th- to give it to him for Moulin Rouge last year, and then this year, Sutton Foster for The Music Man does yeah. make you kind of uh, perk up a little bit and be like... <laughs> Really? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, what I did like about this is, uh, after the show on Friday night, Hugh Jackman gave an impromptu curtain speech to praise Sutton for this award. And, very you know, we've talked about before. Yeah, he's just this, a sweet dude, it seems like. And, uh, he was very proud of, of Sutton's work. And I'm a huge Sutton Foster fan. I have an autographed, uh, anything goes uh, playbill from her that, um, someone who I at one point might have been engaged to be married to got me for my birthday one year. Um, ah. so, uh, I love Sutton, but, uh, looking at the list of people on here, it's just, yeah, okay. Good, good for Sutton. <laughs> yeah. 
totally a lifetime achievement kind of thing. And I mean, good for her. This is yeah, not mad about it. No, definitely not mad about it. Wasn't mad. Forgot about it for Danny, but wasn't mad about it for the Tonys either. And there's just so many better roles for both of them that this could have gone to. But not mad because hey, they they get it it once in they got it once they get it once in their life, and now they have it. So there you go. Absolutely. The only uh, other really awards announcement thing coming up this week is coming up on Tuesday the 24th, and that is the Off-Broadway Alliance Awards. Once we get into June, we are going hot and heavy. Um, <sighs> with, yeah, so many different things. Um, very, very crazy there. So buckle yeah. up, buttercup. <laughs> All right, um, let's go through some real quick news. It was announced on Friday that the Pulitzer Prize winning play Fat Ham has been extended at the Public Theater. It was originally scheduled to close on June 12th. It has now been extended to June 19th. I would not be surprised if we get another announcement of a further extension yeah. in the future. Also coming up, it was announced, um, uh, I guess, on Friday that the uh, the Lilies have launched the Lorraine Hansberry Initiative. Part of that will be to commission a statue that has already been done. There's a picture of it in the New York Times article yeah. of Lorraine Hansberry that will be set up in Times Square. It's a lovely um, statue. Love part, it. Yeah. Part of the um, initiative will see Lynn Nottage and more take part in the launch um, for this. I think having Lynn Nottage, uh, I'm sorry, Lorraine Hansberry um, permanently a part of Times Square is something that is is good for us all. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when we try to chronicle the history of theater and especially Broadway theater and in Times Square. And I know there's not a ton of statues, although I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing more statues about from yeah, Broadway folks. Yeah, but there. there too. Why not? She Absolutely. deserves it. Absolutely. I think it ups the retail value of Times Square, if I'm being honest, because that yeah. place is a dump. Yeah, but I mean, you know, having those kind of things, those are, are things that tourists will want to go take pictures of. It's something to see. And especially mm-hmm. with the Broadway or the theater museum that is opening this summer, like having things like that um, in and around Times Square are, are, are good for the culture, as yeah. they say. get your history lesson. All right, real quick. I'm going to end with a feel-good recommendation that is not technically theater-related. <laughs> but, but it's, it's good. It is certainly theater tangential in multiple ways. There was a stage show of Dirty Dancing, so I guess we can kind of consider that. But if you exactly. have not seen yeah. this... Stretch the limits of the law. Uh, yeah, uh, that stage show was not very good. But um, yeah. anyway, <laughs> it wasn't a musical. It was, it, was a, it was a straight play of of the show. Whatever. Um, mm. <laughs> At Pandemonia, a Pandemonium, Pandemonium, on Twitter, set the final dance from Dirty Dancing to the theme song to The Muppet Show. And it is. As it should have been all along. It is absolutely perfect how it mashes yeah. up oh my god uh, when is, he starts like nodding his head at the beginning yeah, it's oh, right on beat. It. it is fantastic we know that um jennifer gray who obviously starred as baby in the original Dirty dancing mm-hmm. is going to return to the role and as an executive producer yep. for a sequel of dirty dancing set i think in the early 90s is that right um i think so, so. <laughs> late 80s early 90s it's a it's you know 20 years after uh, after Dirty Dancing ends, uh, obviously we'll be very sad not to have either Patrick Swayze or um, mm-hmm. or Jerry Orbach in the film. Um, but hopefully, uh, 
Miss uh, Emily Gilmore, um, Kelly Bishop, will be able to reprise her role sure, in yeah. the show and uh, the film as well. So check that out. Very fun. Great way to start your week. All right, everybody, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Monday, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.